1: Morning. Morning. The following program is, is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show
2: about four friends who compete to embarrass each other. To embarrass. Who compete, to embarrass, who compete to, embarrass who to embarrass each other? To Joker podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I tried to do my joke, like the Joker's laugh, you know, like, like, but like, there's the different laughs, like at the end of it, it's always like, <laughs> It's like a ghetto-like laugh. I tried to do that to open our podcast. I think it worked well.
1: You did a great job there, Casey Jost. Oh
2: yeah, James McCarthy. <laughs> That's right. How about you, Shay DeBerry? I think he was right on point. So welcome to the Official and Practical Jokers podcast. We just said our weird names. And we got a lot of weird names in this episode.
1: Oh, it's a fan favorite. Anytime Cranges McBasketball comes out. The name game, as a lot of people call it as well. It is something we've now done a hundred times in nine seasons. <laughs> if people can't get enough. Of it. one of my favorite bits to do it is uh the yeah. silliest thing to sit around in a room with the guys or now with zoom I guess
2: you know and just come up with silly names with them It is the best yeah, absolutely it's pretty fun so i, I also want to give a shout out to my dad who the last time we did this and it, it appeared on after party and if you haven't seen it, I think I have a link on my instagram if you if you go down a, a little while uh, for the whole thing my dad read names that i I gave them to the four guys yeah. and they had to not break and so all four on the floor it's a fun it's a it's a good one so this this like conjured up the feeling I had when last time we did this
1: case it's funny that you say that because I'm going to put something in the chat right now this was one of the cut ones from Murray's turn he didn't say it but it almost made it into his cards on the floor what Dan Jost's
2: wife (laughs) that was a name (laughs) that didn't quite make it that's really funny I'm surprised that yeah I bet you Q came up with that one because Q you know Q knew knew my mom through the fire department my mom so my mom worked for the uh, FDNY she was the chief medical officer one of the first female chiefs in probably the first female chief in new york city history that's amazing not just for the fire department i think she might have been the first female chief in new york that's city myself. like like including like the fire department and the i'm sorry the nypd all that so i'm very oh. proud of her and uh but q knew her and knew the legend of her very well this is before he, we even met yeah i think my mom was helped a lot keeping q in the fire department in season two <laughs> you know because he got deferred <laughs> a year and my mom helped to get deferred another year for him which is very rare and then he had to leave to do impractical juggers full time but there was no hard feelings my mom was very proud of him oh, that's that's great. And he's kept me employed. So my mom loves Q. <laughs>
3: big up to you, mom. And it's um, it's woman history. It's woman month or, or something. Oh, like yeah. That. It's so March. Yeah. It's big up sister. to you. Yeah. Big up to your mom. Here we cool. go.
2: Yeah, you're right. I should do a little nice thing for. Her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 a little behind the scenes of my life. <laughs> uh, that's why you're here, everyone. I'm sure. Uh, now, now about Luke Johnson. Oh,
1: yes. Luke Johnson. Murr's wedding crasher.
2: So all right. So Mer uh, got married and uh, our friend. Jake Van Wagner, who I think we talked about last week because we were talking we about Salt Lake City. He was yep. supposed to bring his wife. And then last minute, he, his wife couldn't come. Should have watched the 15 kids. He thought the kind thing to do was to bring a guest. And so he brought his friend, Luke Johnson. Luke Johnson came. And then when they got there, Murr was, uh, he said like, my friend Luke is coming. And Mur thought he was kidding. So when he got there and the guy was there, Murr was like, what, who the hell is this? You know, he <laughs> never met him in his life. And he's like, this is like also Murr, like he probably had to make hard decisions, like hard cuts Yeah, people in his life.
1: It was like a pandemic wedding. So the guest list was cut down a lot anyway. So like it it is one of those things. I'm sure it's like any person that couldn't make it is like a blessing in disguise kind of because it's like, right, less people there.
2: And now all I'm going to say, because I think the Jokers will tell this so much funnier, probably in a live show soon. (laughs) I'm just going to say that Luke Johnson was the life of the party. That's I'm going to leave it at that. And they'll they'll fill in the, the other details. But that is the that is the the broad strokes of this narrative of Luke Johnson and why he made because this is probably filmed not far after the wedding so it was probably fresh in murray's mind yep. so funny yeah this is this was fun um i don't like to consider myself really with like the connoisseur of these names even though i always get credited as being like the the founder of cranges mcbasketball sure which because I, I just had that name i also did jugs mcbulge which i'm also proud of that now that uh, oh. Gatto holds that up in the airport right <laughs> i do have an affinity for names but I, it's, it's not like i I don't, I don't think i got that many out. oh shit uh, oh.
3: Who's cooking?
2: It's the humble alert. The humble alert is going smoke off. I'm uh-uh. being too humble.
1: <laughs> it's Casey's smoke detector. We're going to need his mother to come in and fix that for him. That's what's that happening. First female chief in New York City history. So now she'll fix the fire alarm in Casey's home.
2: Sorry. I, I got All up good? for a sec. That That noise was my smoke detector that was going off, which goes off for anything. Like, hey, you know I, what I mean? Like you're melting butter. It'll go off. So you're welcome <laughs> to my life. This is more behind the scenes of Casey Jost than on the official and practical jokers podcast.
1: We're just saying, we like the idea like the alarm goes off, like when your mom calls or when she arrives, cause she's like <laughs> yeah. a fire yeah, chief basically. That's
2: yeah. so funny. The smoke alarm goes off. My mom yeah. shows up. She breaks through, <laughs> breaks through the glass, like the glass ceiling she broke through. Thank you folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, if we're talking about our name resumes, I do have to say, um, "Jacrispy Volcano" mm-hmm. That's uh, true. over there is mm-hmm. a thing I pitched earlier. That white I uh, threw out there as a, a terrible name for a guy like Sal. Wait, you came up with "Crispy" and it backfired. Yeah, now it, well, I can't even remember the context. So it was right, for yeah. yeah, it
2: was for when they held up the cue card. It was they held up the cue cards in, in a bit. and the, the note it was, it was. It was something like someone calls me jacrispie or something like that. And then Sal heard that name and was like, I love the name jacrispie Yeah. Gato was like, Okay, I'm gonna start calling you jacrispie He changed it in his phone, it's still jacrispie in his yes. phone. Yes. Yeah.
3: I thought that was like no bull. I thought it was like a childhood name that they gave him in like high school or something. On
2: said, uh, James McCarthy just like threw it at Joe. He wrote it down, and then that you know, off to the races. I never knew that. That's how it happens sometimes.
1: That's crazy. So just letting the fans know when it comes to these made up names, we're professionals. We do it all the time.
2: I, I mean, honestly, like they, what I love about the people who work on the show, like Jonna and James, uh, I'm sorry, that's you, and Imbergio and Sharon, like all the people who've yeah. always worked, is this is one thing that really lets people shine and lets like the weird stuff come out. Like anytime that something gets added that's like like the extra part at the end, I'm trying to remember like, uh, attorney at law.
1: Flick Deuceman attorney at law. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anytime there's like an extra thing. I think I had doctors from Puerto Rico and I was like, wow, I That's added a doctor. One. And then now <laughs> people are adding like, you know what I mean? Like DDS or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, I, I I'm just like, I, I don't even think I got many on, you know, right. cause everybody submits some and the guys write them obviously too. Right. And I don't, I don't know how many of these I could claim. That's the other thing is I also forget until someone's like, you did this one.
1: Exactly. It's also like we've worked together so long where I think my wife was watching a bit when I was getting ready for this and she was like these all sound like you or Casey and then she's like or wait or jonna or joe or just, i guess it was like kind of like oh yeah you guys all sound the same after a while i
2: honestly think that the uh, when i watched this episode the only one that i think that i could claim that i feel like i may have done was and i i know i did this one that's the only one i know it was noise Ponce. ah mm. very nice was the only one Pons. i yeah, could claim very nice there's just so many good people who work on the show that submit you know like sal's family members will text him names to to for him to give other people like people in their lives will just be like hey when's the next cran? just can i get in on
1: it. Yeah, and like, I'll I'll get texts throughout the year from the guys, right. Murray could be on his honeymoon and then I'll just get a text with a weird name. And I'm like, okay, he wants to put that in somebody's packet for Cranjus. <laughs> yeah,
2: he'll just get like a Buffalo Children's and you'll be like, what the hell does this mean? And you're like, oh, Cranjus, okay. <laughs> right. Of course, Cranjus. Oh, Varminto
1: Einstein, that is a Cranjus name.
2: I tried to write down my favorites and then my like little notepad just like got too full and I was like, I have to stop. Like, <laughs> what, like what do I do here? Do I just write down the ones that they broke on? Like they, they laughed? But I just, yeah. I, I gotta say that in the years we've been doing this, there's never been a moment like Eric Montoya, aka Egg. What was it? Egg, like well, Egg? Egg
1: Montoya. Yeah, the
2: one and only Egg Montoya. Oh my God. One and only Egg. That was unbelievable that his name was yeah. Eric, which is an E name and like Egg. And he had the story, which was Egg. Montoya Montoya his middle name though like the whole thing was like it, it was incredible it, it, it was like a completely different show that we just like dropped into I think they should have gave Q the win though
1: it was unbelievable like it, it kind of plays in the episode too but I just remember I, I wasn't watching the bit I was like working on something else and I got a text from uh, I think Megan Rico who was on set that day and she was like James there's an egg Montoya on set <laughs> like <laughs> shut it down Q just read out a cringe's name for a real person <laughs> yeah it like blew the guy's mind it, it was incredible I mean yeah That guy's Egg Montoya, as far as I'm concerned. And the one and only. The one and only.
2: I want to give um, Q a shout out for two things. Yeah. One, last week's episode, there was a moment where he said like, well, you obviously want to work here because it's the greatest place you've ever been to. Because his turn Mm in the security, like when he was given the job interview thing, was so fun. He was like, you're definitely going to say yes. Like, which is just so ballsy. And I love that. He like got a little meta. And on this one, he goes, I I should probably get everyone's name and (laughs) check the list based on that. But that's not how we do it things here. I'm going to read out these names. Like, that's another thing that like has never happened before. The guys were like, yeah, you know, like this probably seems like the wrong way to do things, but hey, let's keep going. Yeah. Just call it out. It's
1: so funny. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, that's like, uh, you know, one of the first rules of improv there, where it's just like, yeah. when something's obvious, just say it, call out the truth, the reality, mm-hmm. and then justify why you're going to keep doing it the weird and bizarre way that you've been behaving. So yeah, he kept it going. It was really, really fun. Forget Lisa made me laugh a lot. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it was one of my favorite ones that he read out. Yeah, I, I mean. This game again. It's just Pope Lips was another one. Pope Lips this is This game great. always gets me, and I think it gets a lot of fans. And it, it is a thing that we will see. Like we were out in Vegas with the guys, and there were fans out there that were wearing shirts with all Cranjus names on the back. Like like they made like right. homemade like football jerseys or something. Right. They're having like you know John Bergio like sign ones that he came up with. Like he was like signing like their yeah. homemade football jerseys. was crazy. Like it's a uh, it's just such a, a fun silly, dumb game.
2: It is fun. And I'll tell you another thing that I like is moments where like they, they started talking about how Joe's hair, like was trying to go back to the spikes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> it was like trying to fight through the LA looks. Yeah, I love this show sometimes because the guys just get to make fun of each other, just riff and it has nothing to do with calling out funny names. Like <laughs> we're here for funny names, but then like, they're just going to make fun of Joe and that's going to make the cut. Like what other show has that? Like, Most of the shows would be like, the, the network would be like, no, just stick to the funny names, and we're we're throwing in like jokes about Joe's hair, you know, like right. all these other little like side things that are happening. And and I just think that's like a it's a nice thing to have. I will say this Joe laughed more than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he must have been in a mood that day. Yeah. He's hard to break. He's tough. I mean,
1: honestly, again, all these bits that we filmed for this was a you know post-pandemic when we filmed this cranges. I feel like the guys were still off that break, they didn't get to play Jokers for six months and they're coming back in and they're just like getting reacquainted to it a little bit. It's almost like it's like Joe. Joker spring training, basically. That's true. You know, they still got the donuts on their bats. Not real donuts, <laughs> of course, Joe would eat them, but like they're getting used to the show again because Murr actually lost. Sal didn't even lose crunches, which might be the first time ever. Like, you know, yeah. Sal always loses don't break mm. things. It's true. So, yeah, I think it, it is kind of funny this year. I don't know, like the punishment count might be different than usual just because guys are actually losing bits that they didn't lose before. <laughs> it's, the,
2: it's the same with the NBA. It's like you never know who's going to win. Oh, it's LeBron's team? Okay, it's still a LeBron's team. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, But before we move on to the next bit, we actually have a few of the names that didn't make it into
2: the cut. Awesome. Oh, and and right before we do this, I just want to give a shout out to a podcast that I've been on and it's a really great podcast and it's called Talk Culture, T-A-L-K-U-L-T-U-R-E. like Talk Culture. I've been on the podcast three times and they end almost every episode with when I'm on it uh, with Cranjus names that they and their friends write and they are top of the line Cranjus names. And this is coming from the guy that came up with Dr. Shrimp, (laughs) Cranjus, Judge McBulge, and be honest and tone raccoon later in this bit uh yes you did big ups to Tone and
1: Cone. big ups to
2: and i want to give big ups to this podcast talk culture the the hosts are incredible um they've reached out to me one day i didn't know them but now i now they're like my lifelong friends they're great Dope. uh kid cadet is the uh the main host and she's incredible so please uh check out that podcast you could listen to the ones i'm on or the ones that like a lot of really great guests go on so i that was that's my one podcast plug right now
1: oh nice i'll have to check that out i want you guys to casey and Shay. why don't you just read through some of these names why don't you alternate here okay
2: i'll go first you go first okay captain khalil deal crickets (laughs) (laughs) i would i would break i would laugh during that one okay you're up
3: bill day bill day bill day (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely break
2: oh shay i i think you need to do this this bit this is this is good I'll, i'll do this one pat buffering buffering patrick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> A weird one See,
3: i say things differently like my my, my tone rather mm-hmm. is different from the guys so this one would be judge papa
2: fudge wow judge papa fudge <laughs> it was written judge grandpa fudge but See,
3: i like <laughs> I, I like the papa we need the papa fudge
2: i like that you put your spin on it and J- james you put another one and I'll, I'll leave this to you i'll leave the, the the no the one the one that you first put
1: <laughs> i mean i again i'm just taking off the top of the pile that didn't make the cut. And so again, I don't think anyone in this room goes by that name. I don't think any of the listeners go by this name. Mm-hmm. But please if there's a Romeo horsecock,
2: let us know. <laughs> that is Romeo. Do you know what that, that's romeo Romeo Romeo
1: horsecock, where art thou, Romeo? Anybody?
2: That no. that's probably a Sal. Who wrote that <laughs> and submitted it? Because you know why? What? Romeo Horsecock is a name that Steve Byrne gives out too. So mm-hmm. he he infamously like closed his like comedy sets with like making a boy band out of out of like men from his audience. And he would always pull up guys that like, looked like they were on their first date with like a a girl or like guys that were like, you know, 60 with their like, you know, 60 year old wife. And he'd pull them up and he'd give everyone names and he'd find the funniest one and give them the name Romeo Horsecock. (laughs) And it would just the fate, like there everyone would just lose their mind like in the audience when that name would come out. And so I think it was like an homage to Steve Byrne. It was like a great guy. That's great. Yeah. Real funny guy. Uh, Okay. And then there's another one there that you dropped in. I will take the honor of, Sing. You got that birth taken zebra's. <laughs> oh.
3: I'm glad you said it because I was those trying are, to
2: figure out. Those are some birth birth taken zebra's. <laughs> that's fun. I like that. All right, Shay.
3: Nephew heartbreaker. Wow. I need
2: to. Yeah, you make it sound so much cooler, Shay.
3: Yes, that's why I, I say it a little differently. I,
2: you just have like a cadence to the to the way that you say things. You know, I, I think this one right here. Oh yeah, there we is go. One yes. that's um do you want to take this, James?
1: <laughs> this is one I will say that I think someone came up with and it's a very good sequel uh, mm-hmm. to a name <laughs> in the past. I mean, I guess they're not technically family, I'm guessing they're cousins. But does anybody know a Dr. Salmon's Costa Rico? Dr. Salmon's Costa Rico.
2: <laughs> Costa Rico is the funny part that it yeah. ends with Rico, not Rica. Yeah, wait. Oh, I guess it would be right because it's uh, Costa Rica. It's Costa Rica, so yeah. It is so no, the last name is Rico, so it would be related to oh. Puerto Rico. So it's Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico. Shrimp would be the first first name. Yeah. Porto would be the middle name and mean. Rico would be the last name, which also makes it that. So that, mean, that means that Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico, Dr. Salmon's Costa Rico, and Megan Rico, one, of our, one of our crew members is, are all related. <laughs> How funny is that? Yeah, all right, great. Uh, that's great. And and in case, I love it. <laughs> uh,
1: this might be the last one, but I think just because you like, again, you like when it's mm-hmm. like, uh, people add the attorney at law yes. when they add like, you know, uh, Duchess of uh, Sussex or whatever. I love. So here's that. another one for you.
2: This is cougar in parentheses Samantha DeVito. Devito. And I will say that in parentheses is written out cougar <laughs> yeah. in parentheses Samantha Devito. So, yeah.
1: Again, it's you're in the waiting room. You're looking around. Is there a cougar in print? Cougar in parentheses Zo- Samantha Devito. Am I supposed to read? Uh, oh, she's a cougar. She's a okay. You you look like a cougar. <laughs> but are you Samantha Devito? No. Oh, okay, we'll move on. Uh, but yeah, a great bit. Big. Big fan of Cranges. And now it's time for a little homeschool. Yeah. Both these bits again, like actually last week was the this was the case too. You probably figured it, but this week, everything filmed during the pandemic, Cranges was filmed during the pandemic, this one as well. And uh this actually this bit came up because so many people are homeschooling this year. We're like, you know what? Everyone's had to deal with the this. Not well, not everyone, but maybe a lot of parents and guardians had to deal with teaching while working and doing a bunch of other things. So we're like, all right, let's do a homeschooling bit is kind of the idea for this one. We figured it was like more relatable this year than ever before to do the
2: homeschooling PowerPoint. And this was nice too, because we got to have multiple marks in the room separated, yeah. but in couples, because it's a homeschooling exactly. thing, yeah. we could have people who are together spread out you know, and, and, and you know, socially distant, but then also, it, it, you know, it allows us to have people next to each other, but it, so it's, it, you know, I, cause well I think the goal is to be number one, safe. And number two, allow this material to last, you know, forever, like in the way you watch any bit for Joker's history. So it's, exactly. It's nice that we're we're taking all the precautions, but also it could fit into a, if you just took this out and threw it in another season, it would work. Yeah, it looks
1: the same. I mean, I think that was such a smart move by our production team to go out and seek out couples. Yeah. Those are two people that are willing to be within six feet from each other, hopefully, if everything's gone right in the relationship and put them right together for the bit. And so it looks like when you're watching this bit, like it could be any season of IJ, like you said. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and
2: they can learn the Beterhoff method. <laughs> oh, yes,
1: exactly. Oh, what a method it was. Yeah. Uh, for real, which one of these would you have picked between the two turns?
2: Between Peterhoff and I mean, or between. Uh the AI child and yeah. homies. If you have to teach your imaginary kids out there, which one are you teaching? I, I, you know, what's funny is I was watching, right. And I live in like, you know, I think we all live in like apartments. And I was like, if I had a kid, they would definitely be working in the closet. Like they would be <laughs> like the learning closet is something that is le- probably legit. Like my, when I, I, for a while I was doing some like VO stuff and I like would right. move a whole section and go in the closet. And I was like, Oh, I love it in here. I want to like set up my whole workspace. And I, I know a lot of people who do VO work and they've turned their cl- home closets into VO booths because it's like, you know, it's, and I think it's a great place to work. A hundred percent. nothing wrong with a learning closet. <laughs> I, the 100%. lock on the door on the outside. Yeah. Maybe something wrong with that.
1: <laughs> no, the kids need to stay inside so they learn. They don't know when they can come out. Yeah. They got, the, they need the lock. But is there a light in the closet? There should oh, yeah. be. Yeah. Closets now. usually I mean, my,
2: have lights. Mine Mine is a light. I got to see what, what kind of fashions are coming out? Okay. Okay. I'm choosing okay. me. I don't choose them. <laughs> yeah. I thought about. None of the closets in my house have lights. Yeah, so, yeah. None really? of my closets have lights. No. Oh, you guys live in... I think new
3: house. Oh, I have two walk-in closets. I'm lying. I have Whoa. two walk-in closets and mm. they have lights. I'm
1: in an old building. There's a lot of kids in
2: there. So I'm in a new building, which means that my um, heat will not work sometimes because it's a new building and they don't they put in new stuff that fails. But yeah, my closets have lights. so That's good. Maybe the light can heat me up. See,
3: I don't live in a projects, but I have what I call project heat. So I'm <laughs> always extra hot. So my window is always open and my fan is always
2: on. I know what you're talking about. I mean it's uh, it's the, like New York apartments are so they just like pump the heat. Oh my god. And it's and you have to open a window. You have to fight the heat with an open window in the winter. Yep. And you're like if it's if it's like forty five degrees and the heat is still pumping out, like if it's like fifty outside and the heat is still pumping, you're that's so the worse. worst situation. Because so you're like, yep. I can't turn off this heat. Worse than well, some days where I don't have heat. So that's <laughs> that's interesting. So um yeah we I, I really like to see Milana anytime and this was a great cameo Joe filmed Milana with that like light, great acting, yes. you know, on Milana's part. Phenomenal. Oh, she yeah. is
3: her father's child. Yes. Please believe me, personality and everything. I love really? that little girl. Yes.
2: Because I, whenever I, you know, drop in and maybe see a, a few TikToks from Bessie or, or Joe, I'm like, Milana is a straight up Bessie clone. She looks like a little Bessie. She's like mini Bess. She
3: looks like Bessie. Yes. She looks like Bessie, but that personality, no fear, no anything. Wow. That she's all ghetto.
2: That's beautiful that's so, oh, i'm so yeah, excited for like in 10 years the <laughs> yes. the high stick like whatever the high school version of practical jokers led by milana i love it yeah overnight learning kind of a good idea but scary if it
1: works yeah yeah terrifying definitely very dystopian uh, i mean i would do it if it worked uh i know it doesn't because the guys made it up <laughs> such um, a fun bit the homies i mean this is the homies oh, yeah. all the way through right and oh, uh, that's t- oh, yeah, the next yeah. one no, I was oh, just yeah. going
2: to say with the last one with Big Ups, it's just All right. them them like yelling at that woman who didn't give, like calling out the woman who didn't do a Big Ups is, <laughs> is exciting.
1: Love the Big Ups. That's the new Pledge of Allegiance, I think. I think so. Uh, they should just add it to it. It should just be Big Ups America and let's keep going. Yeah, That's <laughs> the whole thing.
3: You guys can see me, but I mean, the the audience can, but I would love if the bigs was like, Big Ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
2: just if I were in that chest. room, it, I would have done that. Good
3: good, good chest big ups.
2: Big ups. Absolutely.
3: Hit the chest good song. Uh,
2: yeah. And then th- now we're moving on to homies. The homies. Aww. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a great one here. Uh,
1: Sal and Joe teaching it. The picture of Sal really cracks me up. The like overblown like Instagram picture or whatever of him really cracks me up. You kind of see it there at the end where he's like melding with the vanilla clown in and out. Yeah. Vanilla clown.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's really fun. But I also like how they use Ace, which is like in early on, they they say like, oh, you know, like my, my first son Ace, you know, like it just, I, I messed up and I fucked him up for life. <laughs> and Ace yeah. was actually what Joe really wanted to name Remo. Like Ace was the name. Oh. That, oh, that's a little behind the scenes. Yep. He was, he loved the name Ace, which I, I like the name too, Me too. but you know, they went with Remington, AKA Remo and I, nothing wrong with Remo. Nice. I love Remo, but yeah, Ace, maybe, maybe, oh, maybe if they have a third, maybe they have another boy, it'll be an I Ace. I feel like Remo will get a job. Ace, mm- yeah. <laughs> Ace Ace will get like a career. You know what I mean? Like Ace May, will like yes. will get yeah, like a, a car. He'll, he'll be like counting cards at Vegas. Like he'll 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 fall into some sort of interesting line of work. Whereas Remo <laughs> will Remo will uh he'll that's do that's a thing.
3: name. Yeah, that's a name you look yeah. at like okay, he's yes, I need him. That's Remo.
1: Remo's cute name. Yes. You name your kid Ace and you're kind of like that kid's destined to live on the outskirts of society either like as a right. card counter. Uh, you know, a stuntman or something, but a stuntman live on the outside of society, but yeah, it's like you, you're really hard to find an accountant named Ace, I would say. Exactly, you could have a
2: Remington.
3: I would let a Remington handle my my, fi- my finances. I'm sorry, he can be my accountant.
2: I am Remington Gatto, attorney of law.
1: Yes, DDS. See what I'm oh,
2: he's everything 100%.
1: You see, Ace, Ace has that Cayman Islands account though.
2: You know, that. that's right. He knows how to wash the money. I got to say, pretty interesting that his first child is is Milana, a cookie, and his second child is Remington, a gun. It's like <laughs> a little all over the place, but hey, yeah, so is Joe Gatto, you know?
3: I love it.
1: Yeah. D- there's this slide in here. I want to talk a little bit about something that came up because there was a bit. In here that we had to change due to some network rules. Hmm. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Case? I'm I'm blanking on it now. Okay, so I don't even know if it made the final cut because there's so many funny things in here. Uh, There there's a slide that was teaching kids about uh, the dangers of smack is what it ended up being. Mm -hmm. The the whole bit was, it was normal healthy teens learn about heroin uh, from their more risque peers because your homie will be deprived of that. You must be their introduction. Find a cat Mm. that's about to die. When it does, surround its corpse with heroin or a bag of brown sugar. (laughs) All you have to say is nothing. So the kids will see the cat dead with the heroin nearby. They will never do heroin. The funny thing I want to mention about that was originally it was supposed to be cigarettes and we weren't allowed to do anything with cigarettes on air that's like a new network rule. where it's like can't do anything with cigarettes and we're like well what about hardcore drugs and they're like yeah as long as it's not smoking we're like great and so that's how it happened so we actually had to change that that's a fun that's a fun behind the scenes yeah <laughs> a little malicious compliance as they call it
2: yeah it's always funny like I kind of always forget what gets cut out right you know like because we will we'll, we'll pack these powerpoints with a lot of stuff yeah. and then also right. they go off the you know like uh, you know aside from what like the you know we and the guys come up with the powerpoint There's just stuff that happens in the moment that they just riff on. And so there's always like, you know, cutting room floor stuff. Mm -hmm. And if it's, if it's not great, then it might not make a special.
1: Yeah. There's some good ones in here. Like I know the uh, what was it? Our one day us geography class, a simple mnemonic sentence that will help you remember all 50 states every time (laughs) every letter represents a state put your hand over your heart stand up straight think of old glory and say it with us rip man van santa mm hot fig Vaughn, i milk no nuns can <laughs> mcw mcw dick w mcw <laughs> is uh so if you say that that does uh, incorporate all 50 so states everybody and so easy so simple and then the guys yeah. talked about it in the room about okay well all right so of course the first one rip that's rhode island illinois uh, pennsylvania whatever and they. so i know we all know,
2: we all know we all know what everything is because yeah. of that mnemonic um and now we're going to jump into this punishment which is i i really love at the end well i'm starting at the back of the punishment but when murd just starts shaking everyone's hands because he's yeah. so impressed at how at how like deep this punishment goes goes there's so many layers to it and 100%. that's what I mean like I, a couple episodes ago when we gave him a catheter like we know that Murr is like 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 he loves punishments even when they're for right. him. he's like yeah. a connoisseur of punishments you know part of it is like the guys want to impress Murr and sometimes that means we put a catheter in his penis and sometimes <laughs> it means we put a billboard up for my shiny hiney
1: exactly and that's why it makes sense to start at the back
2: with this punishment because that's where it begins Right in the shiny, hidey hole. How many texts did you guys get about the, uh, about the billboard, quite a few. Like I mean, I know you have yeah. family in Jersey and Staten Island. Like yeah. I had a ton of Staten Islanders be like, send me a photo and be like. Sometimes they were like, okay, what's the punishment? And sometimes they were like, can you believe your your friend did this? Like, wh- yeah. why is he doing this? You know, there's a lot of people were mad because they were like, <laughs> he could be, you know, he could be the spokesperson to a charity, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's true. But he had no choice in the matter.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, and it was, in, it was in the post, right? Like it was everywhere. Yeah. Like it came out in the post. It went in those mailing coupons, whatever, coupon like books. like every home, like,
2: yeah, the Val pack or whatever it was called. The coupon books went to my parents. They got the coupon, yeah. but my, my dad saw <laughs> everything. He's texting me several times. He's, I, I said, did you watch the episode the other day? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, when's the uh, billboard, the shiny, hiney one going like he's excited to see like what it meant it's like he, he saw the easter egg he wants to see like the real deal i
3: love it i do get a couple i think i got maybe two or three dms they want to buy they actually want to purchase the shiny <laughs> so it's working oh, this is good for the shiny heiny people yeah. yeah
2: the saints that make shiny heinie <laughs> I, I, I can't believe they allowed us to do it that's the thing like we're kind of making it a joke that that were like the product is, a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I guess they're like, I guess like they're, they're like, there's no bad press, even if free advertising. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the, the Joker's got a cut except for Myrrh. <laughs> That's true. Which is that is true. Truly yeah. a beautiful thing. To cut Myrrh out.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it, this was one we wanted to, it's funny because it actually ended up being like, again, like another one that worked out really well for the pandemic, but this was another idea that we had at the beginning of the season that we we're planning on doing without the pandemic ever happening. Originally, the way the guys wanted to do it they wanted to get a magazine article and get like melissa to talk about murr using the shiny hiney thing in a magazine article and then get an ad in that magazine of shiny hiney and like put it in like an us weekly or something that would have been in the supermarket and then when we did a grocery bit they wanted to be like hey murr by the way you lost the episode like go ahead and look in there like if it was one that he lost and like just see that this is like the punishment starting up right there uh of course like times change we weren't able to do that but this one did work out to be like a good you know socially distant pandemic punishment mm. that's crazy
3: i love how i find all of this out this is great yeah.
2: <laughs> <Shazen>. <laughs> some of the stuff i for, i forget or don't know either and it's like I, i'm like i'm i'm also jazzed <laughs> to remember it because my memory isn't perfect yeah that's a good that's a good behind the scenes tip Dude,
1: i never knew that that's dope yeah and so actually that leads in to a question we've talked you know a lot about the crew mm-hmm. uh in this episode a lot of the comedy producers so yeah. we had a question how do, this comes from at msm not mainstream media at msmg black 70 so Marsha is her name uh she asks how does the team stay inspired and motivated to come up with fresh innovative challenges and punishments
2: i appreciate that question because it's a compliment in a question mm-hmm. they were yeah. like hey we they, you know that they, they were like oh we we find this innovative show like we find your show to be innovative and fresh how do you keep it that way it's like oh that is so nice but that is something that the guys always think about at the beginning of every season they say what are we going to do different what's what's going to be different this year what's going to be like what's the thing how can we keep the show you know uh changing last season we had this thing last you know occasionally like a, a, a character arc comes up where we follow that and you know we cut q's hair off and made a wig out of it like we're always trying to think of outside the box stuff that still is in the realm of what the show is so that's a huge part of it is like the guys are just aware of that and they think about that exact thought Art. Do people find this show fresh and innovative? And if not, well, let's make it that.
1: Yeah, and like there's other things we do. Like we we usually in pre-pro, we bring on some other uh, comedy producers to help us out. We brought like Sharon Paul in and Nick mm-hmm. Giovanetti to kind of help in Thust and the guys and come up with more ideas in the room for the show. But I think just like uh, on an individual level, I know something, this is just me and maybe you can answer it as well, Case. But like for me personally, I think like reading, watching a lot of movies, TVs, plays when you could go to them. And just like really pursuing your own personal interests, kind of like helps you just take in a lot of different things that you wouldn't necessarily be exposed to. And you don't know what it is that you're going to see or watch. But then all of a sudden that stuff gets filtered through your mind and then comes out of your comedy filter for IJ. And you're you're just getting these new ideas that you wouldn't have had before. So I think, I don't know, some combination of like staying curious, but just like really opening yourself up to taking in new things does help you stay fresh in- it recharges you it really does recharge you to to watch the other stuff and like it motivates you when you go to a play you're motivated then to kind of go home and create and like i know i feel that way after you watch something really good you're like oh man what oh, am i doing
2: yeah i saw you nailed it on the head i feel the exact same you're so right you're so right there there's something to i i mean i could i could name like there's there's broadway plays i've seen where i've left being like so inspired right it, it could be anything and, and that's not even something that's like in our show but it might lead to a thing like q's you know uh musical Fireman punishment the, yeah fireman musical. Like it it, it might lead to that stuff and you pull from those influences. So I think you're right. And you nailed it. Like, What's something that would be in season 10, not in season three. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the other thing is like, I don't want to I don't want to come up with an idea that just works. That has, right. that, that, that's like, oh, that it's a, it's a version. It's a different version of Crangus That's like this. I want to think of like, what's like something we haven't done at all yet. And that's how you get fun ideas out that are like, that are similar to what we've done on the show, but different enough that we're sliding in a direction that pushes the show forward yeah. that's that's the goal right yeah
1: i will say we'll talk about it when it comes up in a punishment but there's like a punishment we filmed that is going to be an all-timer later this season and uh. when, when we talk about it you'll get to hear some of the behind the scenes of how it came up and everything and i think kind of talking about this will play into it but yeah you just stay interested in your hobbies help let it refresh you
2: and then We didn't do mark of the episode. No, we didn't. We didn't. I have somebody in mind that I wanna put up. It's the woman who didn't give big ups. (laughs) And then and then did. Yes. Personally. That's my mark of the episode. And I, I I think last week we talked about doing mark of the episode, but then we just did crew member of the episode and so we didn't even fulfill that. Yeah, you're right. Because we're, you know, we're not perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> last week, if I had to give it retroactively, it'd be for the, the two uh people in the challenge that turned into the punishment for Sal. They were in like half yeah. the, they were in as much of the episode as like Q and Mer were. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I feel like give it to them.
2: I think that the, the, the top people in the running for this episode would be Eric Montoya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also the a woman who was Q is talking to and and then Q immediately went, "Oh, Karen White bitch is here." <laughs> he didn't mean it to be like as if he was calling her that, but she definitely thought that that's what it was, <laughs> or probably did. So those three, I would say, like it, between those three, is it Karen White bitch? Is it Eric Montoya, or is it the woman who didn't do big ups but then did big ups? That's a tough one, Shay. Who do you think? I'm,
3: I gotta go with Eric. I'm
1: going with Egg too. You're going Eric Montoya. Yeah,
3: I gotta go with Eric. Okay,
1: Egg, Egg for me as well. I mean, what are the odds? Yeah. That's
2: majority rules right there. I, I, I I'm, I'm sticking to my guns, but I think, you know, Eric Montoya wins. Hands down. The one and only Egg Montoya. That's great. Boom! Clap, 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 clap. Clap it up, clap it up.
1: You know, another one, we talked about the punishment here. Just another one. This one comes from at Crazy Kaboom Bryson. He wants to know what's the most embarrassing punishment the Jokers have ever done?
2: What do you guys Mm. think? Embarrassing. (sighs) Embarrassing, I would say what what that question means is like in front of a lot of people, not the home audience. Yeah. In the moment, embarrassing. embarrassing. And I'll go first Cause actually
1: since you yeah. tweeted at me, I was able to think about it and respond. So my answer was actually strip high five. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, wow. in public, Joe and Mur out there, high five and people that pass you by, they're both stripping down. And then wow. one of them gets butt naked by the end of it. I think for that, with the spectacle in union square, it, I think to me, that might be the most embarrassing. Like even like think about Mur being naked as a nude model. It was really funny, but it was just less people.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, there's a lot that come to mind, but um, that's a great one. And this is different than our show, but in the movie, Murr's getting a lap dance, and then all of a sudden his family's <laughs> been watching. I gotta give that that came to my mind because that's mortifying like you're in an environment like especially they were not near their family they were not near staten island he
3: had no idea they were there
2: what they had done is they flew them there that day and put them in that room they set that all up and murder didn't know they were filming that day so it yeah. was like a really out of nowhere as like it's your birthday it, there's like a little bump and grind happening it's already like embarrassing in some ways and then yeah you look and it's like your nieces it's it's mortifying so that's not on our show though so i kind of broke the rules, it's <laughs> embarrassing. It's it's not painful. It is an, an embarrassment. And it's also not mm-hmm. like hard to do. And cringeworthy Yeah It is pure embarrassment That's what I think And I, he he was very embarrassed Yeah like like and, and that's what I like About this question It's different than like What's hard to do Like bingo Is not embarrassing It is in a way There's elements to it Being embarrassing But it's like hard It's like tense And you're like right. I don't want to do this I don't want to get hurt You know I don't want to Like people I, I feel so bad It's like that cringeworthy thing Whereas like embarrassment Is exactly what you Like strip high five Is embarrassing Yeah Like you're taking Your clothes off in public It's like Cold it's out. cold
1: outside Exit that's why you're my brother. I know, <laughs> no, you're right, Case, and like that, that. thing in the movie is so embarrassing. But also, like in my mind, I would be. I have so many questions. Like I feel like, yeah. like Sal gets this way sometimes. Like, oh, God, I have so many questions. Like, hold on. Like, wait, what's even happening right now? Where I'm like, I'd be mad at my family for coming. I'd be like, why did you want to see this? Why did you agree to see this? Yeah. I'd be mad at the guys for inviting them to it. Yeah, I'd, I'd I- be like, is this? <laughs> I'd be flipping out. Your
2: siblings, you're like, why would you do this to your kids? You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah. Like, why would you do? your terrible parents. They're not, they're not.
1: Right, right, right. I don't even know, like I guess embarrassment would maybe be my feeling, but I, I would be like stupefied as right. well. So it's, it's all of the above. Yeah. I mean, but that boy, that uh, if, if you had a list of things I wouldn't want to happen to me, that'd be number one. So yeah, I guess that's, that's a good one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. Good, great question. Really, really interesting question too, because there, there's a spe- the specificity into the, into asking about embarrassing. I want to keep thinking on it too. And, and, and you know, and, and we could keep discussing this. That's, a, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, great stuff guys. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is a, another fun one. We got really, really, really fun punishments coming up. For these next few episodes that's right can't wait I, this one this one was great shiny Heine kicks it off but like the next three episodes have really fun punishments that i think i think are all timers i, I can't wait i'm really excited for the next three podcasts because i co- can't wait to talk about all those punishments they're
2: great and please give us some questions because that's so fun to answer your questions if you have questions yes. about stuff that's going on this season or any season or specific bits if you feel like we've missed something in the last, you know, couple episodes, we'd be happy to answer those questions.
1: Yeah, hit us up. Uh, hashtag like Ask a Joker podcast on Twitter. Is that what it is? Or no? It's hashtag Jokers podcast. That's what we want. Yeah. Ask us at hashtag Jokers podcast on Twitter. We'll,
2: we'll check every hashtag there is. We'll check them all. <laughs> Just if you tweet at us, tweet at yep. Casey Jones, at Mick James McCarthy. I'll check hashtag Elvis Presley. If you, if you, that's what you want.
1: We'll scour the internet. Anything, we'll find it. Uh, get Shay on Instagram at Shay Starchild. We will find these questions. We'll answer them for you. Uh,
2: and thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 The official podcast.